to really get away from my mental health struggles yeah. because I come from a, a, a dysfunctional family. And so when it came time for me to go to college, start my business, I was putting all my energy into making myself happy doing something. Yeah. And so that's how my brand really grew. Yeah. That's really what keeps me Moving. stable. You know what Moving. I mean? Yeah. And trust me, I understand that one completely. Because uh, what we know it now, sometimes we distract ourselves with the things we got going. So we don't deal with the stuff. And I, I know I was bad at that. And it actually took me going to jail to actually sit down and actually look at myself like, hey, I need to, I need to go ahead and work on myself. Yeah. And like, man, because I remember I used to put, like I said, I used to put all my time, my energy, and like everything else. But when it got time for me to be by myself, mm -hmm. like the voices was just so so loud inside of me. Like, anyway, that's why I smoked, I drank. Anything to avoid yeah. those voices. Yeah. And like, a lot of men do that. We put ourselves in our, ourselves into our work so we can distract ourselves from ourselves. Yeah, what's really going on sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because like, dysfunctional families, I think every family dysfunctional nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's like, everybody's looking at you like, oh, what you should have been doing. You should have did this, this, that, and mm -hmm. I was like, I had that happen to me literally at Thanksgiving. It happened to every family gathering. They all, mm -hmm. you know, you always got that one person that they always pick out. Yeah, I'm the black sheep at that time. Yeah. I'm the black sheep. It's like, man, you should have been doing this. You could mm -hmm. go work here, go work. I was like, man, see, y'all tell me what y'all want me to do. Yeah, yeah, y'all see my vision, of what I want to do. I'm like, at the end of the day, your opinion of what I want to do in my life doesn't matter because you're not me. And your outlook for what I should do, that's your outlook. Your opinion, keep it over there, because if I tell you, you need to stop doing this, that, and third, you my uncle, you my auntie, or whatever, cousin. They don't hear it. They don't, oh, it was like, shit, you want to tell me all the time? Yeah. But, like, I'm going to ask y'all, how, how long till y'all get y'all shit together? Oh, y'all ain't had shit just recently. I was like, well, I'm doing good, considering I'm just at 30, I'm already got this thing rolling. It's mm -hmm. just, it's like, everything's coming with time. And I'm putting in the work now. It's gonna pay off later. Y'all just don't see it. Yeah. You know what I'm it ain't for y'all to see. It's my vision. Yeah, it was real different for me. Um, I was like the first grandchild. Oh, you got that person. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. I was the first grandchild. They wanted me to go to the military. They wanted me to, you know, be the shining example. I took a step back and, you know, went my way. And then I had my second cousin come up under me. Uh, he was everything they wanted me to be. Yeah. But I was so happy for him to be that. You know what I mean? So that way I could take my turn and, you know, go my way. But everything still played out. Everything still, you know, is positively working out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh, the only thing right now uh, is really just taking that quiet time, you know, to shut yeah. out all the different voices. Like, I still hear it to this day, even though we 10 years past that point, you know, we all grown now, having children or not, married or what have you, yeah. and we still trying to go back and still exceed those expectations, whatever they were. So let's say I go see my family, oh, yeah, well, he ended up doing this, and what, what you are you over here doing? I'm like, I still did all this other stuff, you know what I mean? So, they never see the good stuff. Yeah. They, they're just like, oh, what you didn't do. Yeah. Because if you didn't do what they told you to do, it's like, oh, yeah, you ain't, do, you ain't did enough. Mm -hmm. And that's the crazy part. They always looking at us like, what we ain't did was enough. But if you look at everything we accomplished, we did more than we even expected. Mm -hmm. so, so we exceeded our own expectations for on ourselves. On a low budget. On a low budget. Low resources. Exactly. Cause <laughs> look, I I always regretted 
me listening to my mom and them, but it came to me going to the military. Because they got to the point where, like, oh, if no one else wants you, Uncle Sam wants you. Mm-hmm. And I just said, no, I'm tired of hearing y'all say, I'm gone. Yeah. But I took that experience and, like, man, I made the most of it. I only did like two or three years, got out early. I, I, I learned this. Sometimes you got to work the system before the system works you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, look, the people I met from them kind of helped me get to where I'm at today. But, man, I think about all the time, like, man, I'm always listening to everybody else, and they kind of directed my life for me. Mm-hmm. And I never took control of my life until, like, the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. And when I take control of it, they was like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that? I was like, like now I'm just like, hey, man, y'all had y'all y'all experience with y'all life? This is my time. Yeah. I'm like, financial-wise, I'm figured out. Mentally-wise, I'm going to figure it out. Yes, sir. Physically-wise, I'm going to figure it out. Because how like this, they all, my family mostly just high blood pressure, diabetes, all that stuff. And they tell me, oh, why you be in the gym all the time? Oh, this is that third. You already go to hell. And I was like, because look, I realize y'all don't see, y'all how dysfunctional we are. And I'm not trying to have my kids fall in the same loop that y'all fell into. So I got to be the person to break that chain and break that whole stereotype. Like, I put, I feel so heavy. Like, I feel like I got them all on my shoulders. Yeah. Even though I don't need them on my shoulders. Yeah. It's just like little by little, I'm just like, you know what? If you ain't my kids and the ones like real close to me, kick the step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what high school you went to? PHS. I went to Wood until they closed. Uh, was it 07? Wait, you probably know my cousin. Who that? He played football over the. Uh, I played like one year, but I can't really recall nobody because that was for a long time, you know. Where but you y'all the same age though, Anthony Hunter. Mm-hmm. I can see his face. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, he always looked like Lil Wayne mm-hmm. back then. But yeah, with him. Uh, <laughs> nope. New West or New West Florida. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, how did, um, back to that mental health thing, like, go ahead and dig deep into that, man. That, that, that really where it's at right now. Even, like I say, right now with a lot of people's brands and businesses, I'm starting to see even pre-COVID and stuff like that, I see a lot of people taking what they've been through or what they've experienced or what people expected for them and turn it into some type of positive, you know, yeah. reaction. Whether it's start a new family, start a new business, or just being some version of an entrepreneur based on what their family or what their friends or what their social, uh, you know, circumstances laid out for them. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really starting to click up with a lot of people to eat, to build my own brand, to be a multi-diverse brand. I see a lot of people who have hands in different, you know, circles. Yeah. And so they're not just a part of one thing, they're a part of multiple things. And I'm seeing a lot of stuff blossom from that. Mm-hmm. I think back in the day it was so hard for us to see that and understand how to actually maneuver with it mm-hmm. cause you're like man now I gotta put all this right here mm-hmm. and like I said don't always put all your eggs in one basket you gotta be well versed you gotta be well Be you gotta be flexible to able to pivot at any time cause a lot of these wealthy people like that wasn't taught to us in the school it's mm-hmm. something we had to learn over time like through our experiences and I've been trying to teach my kids and like even the kids like I mentor and everything else. So I was like, hey, yo, man, look, you got to learn this part. Like, hey, I understand. You focus on the basics right now. Just look, I don't want you to do nothing else. Focus on the basics. You make sure you get all the little things right. All the big things are going to come straight naturally. Oh, yeah. But then like just trying to get them to have that mindset shift. And like, a lot of these kids these days, they've been doing more stuff than grown men sometimes. Grown men sometimes. Yeah. Like, dang. Trying to get his mindset to shift. It's like, like these kids these days. It's just 
I, I feel for them. Because mm-hmm. they got a lot harder than any other generation ever had. Mm-hmm. And so much pressure on them. Yeah. Even with more opportunities being available. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. these kids, I feel like they come out depressed now. Mm-hmm. And trying to let them know it's okay. But like, them finding an outlet to separate, for them to like, like how this is for me, and this yeah. is, like could be for you. Like, this is my outlet. Mm-hmm. This is what I kind of release. This is where I can actually come and sit in and resort. Same thing with my therapy session, same thing with the gym. It's like, boom, I found my places where I can go. Mm-hmm. A lot of the kids ain't got no place to go. They not even want it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they know they need it. Yeah. But right now, it's like, oh, no, nah, more about social mm-hmm. status versus individual mm-hmm. self. Yeah. And it's, ooh. I'm trying to figure out a little, how the <laughs> hell. Like, think about it. Going back to school. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Because we, we same age. Yeah. Bet Dan, I'm there. Dan, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, I got two years. He got me about two years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because the atmosphere back then in the 90s and everything, parenting is different from was what it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom used to beat my ass. All the time. <laughs> Look, I was scared of, I was scared for my life if I ever mess up like any little thing, I was mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know why I get my ass whooped for. Now it's like more sit down, like I, I sit down and talk to my son. Mm-hmm. Versus, I, I realized it took me already to twenty twenty to realize me and my mom never had a conversation. I thought about that the other day too. Recently, my situation is very different from a lot of people in our age group mm-hmm. because Mama came up, she had four children, uh, worked two jobs, you know, mm-hmm. raised the best she could. And then even at her younger age right now, my mother's going through a mental health decline at a very young age. And so, whereas for some people, your parents make it to the elderly age when you start taking care of them, yeah. I had to start not even five, six, seven years ago. And so, mama ain't even made it to the age where she can get all the different government resources, yeah. but she's already a dependent of mine. So, when it came to, you know... My, my situation was set up so much where, you know, she wasn't able to give me everything that I wanted, credit, buy me a car, set me up and give me, you know what I'm saying, a, a certain uh, blueprint for life. Yeah. And then before I even started getting it right, I got to turn around, double back, and now I got to fix her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that really put a lot of pressure on me to continue growing my brand because that was the nature of the whole brand business. It was not for me. I mean, yeah, you want to be successful, you want to have something of your own, you want to have financial independence and everything, but... Right now, I'm doing it solely just because if I make it big enough or just, you know, make yeah. myself, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, if you can make yourself at least comfortable, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, and whatever you end up doing, then I can give that much back to her make her life a little bit easier. Yeah. And so that's still doubling back. It's a full, full circle for me uh, where you barely make it out and then you stay out, turn around and go back yeah. into it. A lot of people yeah. struggle for so long trying to just get out. Once they finally get out, they never go back. Yeah. I wasn't even able to really make it out before I had to go back, yeah. you know, and still try to fix what broke me. Yeah. They always say you can't heal in the same place you hurt from. But and so... We, we, our generation really got to do that, though. Yeah. Because, honestly, when I left, I thought I would never come back. Mm-hmm. Came back. Just... Got, I ain't gonna say stuck. I just, I think I got planted here. Mm-hmm. Because... This 
like I said, a lot of this stuff around here is the reason why I am who I am today. Mm -hmm. Then also being able to heal around the same places, it kind of give you a, a mixed vision of everything. Because mm -hmm. even like high school things, like I had recently just had a conversation with my old high school coach. I always felt like, man, you favored this one kid the whole time. And he literally broke down to me. He's like, bro, you ain't even know the whole story. Yeah. Because, like, ourselves telling our whole self this whole time, like, bro, you just didn't like me, this, that, and third. This, like, bro, you just, this, this your boy, this, that, and third. Yeah, you can play ball, but, like, bro, you base everything around him and shit, and you ain't looking at all of us. I'm like, bro, I ain't got no daddy either. I'm looking at you like more of a daddy, father figure, because I'm spending more time with you than I do anybody else. Yeah. And then find out, like, he was actually taking care of him and his, uh, his family, the kids and his family, because they had got put out of their house and homeless. And he was like, I was like, maybe look at him completely different. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, dang, I'm over here. Like, this was a, a big little part of me, like, hating this place. And you mm -hmm. just showed me, like, oh, I didn't know. So it kind of perspective, mm -hmm. changed my perspective a, a, a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Coach Cole. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, and then uh, I can, I can, cause like when I finally moved out from my uh my house and everything, I got my apartment and everything. Finally decided to go back to we get custody of my son, move back in, turn around my my son's mother lost custody, do medical stuff. Got kids. I couldn't the place I left to go into. I couldn't be there no more because I had to go through the whole court system with that. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, it seemed like curveballs, mm -hmm. left and right. So I'm, I understand what you're talking about when it comes oh, yeah. to curveballs, mm -hmm. man. Them curveballs, they hit you, man. So childhood-wise, like heroes, who you had, like childhood heroes? It would have had to be my grandfather. He was, he is the person that I am now. He is a lot of the reason why I am the way I am now because he just, he gave a certain um, personality trait. He's a big giver. Yeah. His family, uh, he, his mother, of course, elderly. Uh, he's got a, a brother who was wounded military. And so after he got out of military, he turned around and devoted his whole life to take care of his mother, take care of his brother, take care of his children, his wife, before my grandmother passed, and just be really being that pillar. Yeah. Okay. That set me up to have the standards that, okay, you look out for people. Yeah. You need to be a kind person. You need to, you know, uh, not be uh, selfish in a sense, but, you know, uh, try to help out where you can. Yeah. At the same time, I kind of took it to heart too much. Yeah. Then you get to the point where... <laughs> They're taking advantage. How much is too much? Yeah. You know, when should you let a person go? How much should you really tolerate? Yeah. So it's different from their culture to our culture. The principles are still the same, but you just have to, you know, look at the circumstances sometimes. Right. But he's still alive and kicking. He's still the same OG, you know what I mean? I call yeah. him up right now. He's going to keep it real. He's going to tell me what I don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but I think about it a couple days later. Okay, it's making sense. You really didn't tell me what I wanted to hear, but it's it still making make sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how my sister is with me. She's the person, like, when we have a conversation, we may argue, disagree. But later on, I think about the conversation. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're right here. You're right. I was wrong. But like my granddad was the same thing, like that was my dude. Mm -hmm. But like I got, I lost him my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dang, right when I needed you the most. Yeah. You know? So I like really had to go through the whole thing from like by myself trying to figure it out, mm -hmm. and it sucked. But 
at the same time, like now I can look back on it and be like, the little moments that we did have together, mm-hmm. the things we did do together, like it it it, it did mold me. Yeah. And like it may have not stick the way I wanted to stick at first, but mm-hmm. it's like you always go back to the same lesson. Yeah. When you're doing something like. Like, yeah, that's still hidden. Yeah, yeah. And like even when I do stuff with my son, it kind of, I kind of when I look at him, I see me. And then I'll be looking like I'm my granddad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, they kind of come full circle. Yeah. The same conversation I used to listen to or didn't act like I didn't hear. Mm-hmm. I'm having now with my son. It's just like I got it now. It's like, dang. And then I go back. That, as soon as I have that, I'll be looking out the window. A tilt two drop. And I'm like, dang. I ain't catch it then, but now I get it now. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was real different because my dad was right there. Oh. Whole time. Mother was also right there. Whole time. Yeah. But I was raised by my grandfather. <laughs> okay. Daddy stayed on the road. And mama really didn't have much to give. And so, that kind of created a different dynamic for me. Yeah. It's different when they're both around, but they both can't give you what you need. Yeah. And then even still now, my father he's still good to me. You know what I mean? We just don't. We not all that close. We I call up right now. You know everything's still good, but I still wanted him to be best friend dad. You know, yeah. right in your face type dad. Same thing with mamas. You know, right in your face. So it's kind of crazy, like when you say. Uh, even now that you are an adult, you think back like, I got raised up with this person my whole life, but yeah. I really can't really sit here and say, I know you like I want to know you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's that's still, you know, I have to think back like right, right now when I'm taking care of my mom, like how did you get to this point, you know, and, and what did you, you know, what what are some of your thought processes and what where did you come from? And I still have to go back and relearn this person, even though I've been with her all these years. I feel like I'm just really getting to know you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I realized my little sister have a bigger relationship with my mother than either other. Well, actually, my sister have a better relationship with my mother than I would ever have. Because, mm-hmm. like, my, my a therapist told me it's like this. It's called, rela- uh, like, relationship incest or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, basically... Cause like sitting, I was always the man. Of, so when you like your mom tell you, "Oh, you the man of the house," mm-hmm. now you don't look at yourself at the same level. Like, oh, I'm a kid. Boom. Like, she's more like they. She's like my therapist said. She's more like my wife than my mother, mm-hmm. or more like my sister than my mother, mm-hmm. or like same thing. Like you say, your dad and everything. Like since your granddad is really like more like your father, mm-hmm. you're on the same level as them versus being. Like they have that role to you, like oh you know your dad, your mom. Mm-hmm. So that's why like so big and so important, right? Like to my, when I'm with my kids, I'm like uh, uh-uh. you don't call me my, my first name, you don't call me none of this other. It's dad. Yeah. And look, when you need something, you gonna talk to me. Feel free to come talk to me. Know the safe spot, but I also know this: when you're wrong, I'm gonna correct you. Yeah. I'm like I don't mind talking. Like they people trying to say, oh we need to be buddy, buddy. We can't have mom. Cause they lose once they see you as a friend. Most time they lose that respect. Like, oh, I ain't gotta listen to you, my buddy. You my mm-hmm. friend. Hell no, I'm talking about something straight up. Keep, <laughs> keep trying me. I'll beat that. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But no, nah, like, and 
it's so crazy. Like a lot of things we didn't know back then, but like when she was like, like since I went to therapy, it makes it so much more sense now. To, mm -hmm. Like I'm like I'm more aware of situations. Like now, like me and my mom, like we still got some work to do. Yeah, I always gonna be working thing. Yeah, cause. I be wanting to come in and just talk to her, like, I see how my sisters talk to her. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking like, man, let me have a conversation with you. It still never happens. Yeah. It's always like, oh, no, man. I was like, but me, you open my mouth, aggravating. You seem like, I'm, you think I'm, I told her this, and she, I still believe this, even though she may say it's wrong. I was like, you look at me and see my dad, mm -hmm. who wasn't there, and you try to avoid me, like, or like, I'm him. Mm -hmm. I'm not him. So I'll be like, man, can you just like talk? Because I remember this like three three days ago. I was like really going through some stuff like in my head, like really bad. And I was like, man, like, the voice was literally too loud. Mm -hmm. I was like, my therapist was, it was during the holidays, so I couldn't talk to my therapist. I'm like, bro, everybody else was elsewhere. My mom right there, I was like, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, I don't got time to talk. I blew up on. Him. I was like, man. I was like, you know, I got, I deal with dep like depression and mental health stuff. I was like, if I was drive away right now, you should have no reason to cry at my funeral because you couldn't sit here and talk to me when I needed to talk to you mm -hmm. and deal with stuff. At that point, she literally just, uh, but I just walked out. I was like, man, my grandma was around there. She's like, hey, you talking? I was like, no, because I was like, I had to. This one thing I hate. Older people think, oh, you can't correct them when they. They need correcting, but yeah. they always can correct you. Mm -hmm. I was like, nah. I was like, y'all understand how important mental health is, but yet when someone comes and sit there and talk to you, and y'all ain't doing nothing but playing your phone and watching TV, you can't pause the TV and watch it later to listen to see here what's going on. Because yeah. that could be the difference between, oh, that man walking out of there, putting a gun to the head, or going to like a bridge jumping off. Or, driving something like bro those conversations actually matter yeah and I'm like and y'all trying to just saying oh nah right now you make me seem like I see where people say oh they belittle the conversation and the importance of the conversation mm -hmm. like I'm supposed to be able to come to my mom and talk to about stuff I'm supposed to be able to come to my grandma and talk about stuff can't tell nobody I was like man that's why I'm like man I told my therapist like hey on the holidays I ain't gonna call you but I, I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And so luckily, she was open. She was like available, available. Mm -hmm. because if she wasn't being available, she, Lord knows. Yes, sir. You know, like people, I need y'all to understand mental health is serious. When somebody comes to you and say, hey man, I need to talk, take five minutes to hit them out. Because y'all just don't know how important that five minutes could be. Because they could be overthinking in their head. Like I said, sometimes the voices in other people's heads be louder than. They they own voice, mm -hmm. but I got a couple conversations I need to have, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to figure out uh, how to approach them. Yeah, because a lot of people, specifically in my family, um, they they look at the situations based on how they feel, based on you know how what, how they're already tolerating them, and yeah. so depending on how you approach them, they might look at it like, oh, okay, he coming from a, a, a hateful perspective. He coming from a oh, I'm always doing wrong perspective. Yeah. He coming from a, 
I can't do nothing right, respect it, and real. I just want to understand. I really want to see where you at. I really want to, you know, yeah. get to know you a little more so that we can be on the same page. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. Yeah. I really just want to have the conversation. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's so thin. The line is so thin yeah. versus <laughs> I could lose you just by even having the conversation. Like, I want to I want to tell you and I want to ask you and I want to, you know, if you're on the common ground, but just to even bring it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, scary. Yeah. It's a, I, I understand because, look, I haven't realized, like when they ain't playing foul, fighting foul, when it comes to conversations, like my therapist always telling me, like sometimes you know you walk away, they gonna always throw emotions and everything in there. But sometimes you just gotta say it. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn, like man, I hold back. I, I ain't hold back with none of them. All. I was like, uh-uh. cause like my sister, she she knows this one thing I hate the most, like when I'm having a conversation with her. And especially something like, like someone calls it, oh, I heard this was going on, blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to tell you, um, sit here and listen to you. Uh, it's time for you to sit here and listen to me. And she held up in my face. Mm-hmm. I literally called her back. I said, fuck you. Yeah. In front of my grandma and my mom and everything else, too. I was like, man, I ain't I was blind at that time. Cause I was like, man, I mean, you had this conversation numerous times and you said, I told you that I need you to stop doing it. You already agreed to that. So basically, by you doing that, it was a slap to my face. So mm-hmm. fuck you. Like, I love you as a sister, but as far as like you ever come in like trying to talk to me about anything else, I ain't got time to hear because you you crossed the you just did we just set the boundary and you just already just crossed it. Yeah. And like them conversations, like I said, is hard to have, especially with family, because they always have an emotional side and everything. But I had learned how to come and say, "Hey, man, I'm just going we gonna have to talk." Like there ain't no, I just need to understand your perspective. We gonna like. I'll let you talk, you let me talk. I just need to know how I'm feeling about this situation because if not, I'm I'm at the edge and I'm like, I don't even know I can still be have you in my life like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because some of them just don't see. Yeah. They roll in certain things that they play. Mm-hmm. Not knowing like the roles they play and our lives affected us to a point where now I'm like, hey, if we don't correct this, I can't have you in my life. Yeah. Because you, y'all supposed to be my circle, my safe net, and it's not safe. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm like, I'm jumping into a cactus. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to come out of the thorns and everything. I'm like, nah, I'm supposed to be able to come to y'all, jump into like a bundle of roses or something, nothing but stickers in it. Mm-hmm. It's just supposed to be safe. And like some most times the most dangerous people to come to is family. Yeah. Which is scary. <laughs> where, where I'm at right now, I'm really um because my family is set up the way it was, and I lost all the friends that I thought I had. Oh, then I've been done. <laughs> they been up done that. All the friends that I thought were my friends at one point, you know. Uh everybody went their separate ways. Different people, you know, chose life choices and uh, you know, had their outcomes, and we, we lost a couple people. Yep. I had people who I just stopped talking to. We either had no reason to, not to speak. We just went separate ways. So yep. now I'm at a point where I'm trying to find family. I'm trying to re-engage with certain members of the family. Yep. I got certain family members who I don't even have a relationship with, who I maybe should want to. And then it's trying to, uh, then when it goes back into business, I'm trying to build business relationships. Are y'all my friends? Or can we be business associates, you know? 
Are we close enough to be family? You know, because you know everybody has a season. Yeah. And so right now I'm in a spot where I'm just trying to figure out who is here for the right reasons. Yeah. I got family who I was raised with. As soon as they left, I never heard from them again. Yeah. I also got friends that I ain't never lost touch with them since the day we met. At the same time, those same friends, we ain't best of friends. I can't, you know, we not we don't hang out day to day. We don't talk at all. But when I finally do catch up with them, it's like you like my brother. Yeah, just like yeah. we got <laughs> you, like, you, you almost you almost like my parent. You know, I got a great relationship with you. You ain't never gave me no bad feeling. You know, and so that's really where I'm at right now in life as a whole. Separated myself from everything that I thought did do me no good. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff that did not mean well for me, it separated itself out. I had a lot of friends that I thought, hey, we're going to be cool. Okay, we grew up together 10 years plus. As soon as we get grown, I ain't heard from them up. You know what I mean? So some stuff you don't even have to do. But right now, it's all about positive relationships and what that's going to mean down the line. Because, you know, one, two, five years is okay. But, you know, what can you really learn from? What can you really take from these situations that are really resourceful? Okay. So, kind of like our relationship, you know, yep. I'm looking for people just like yourself, you know, uh, just meeting and greeting, networking. Networking is the biggest thing right now. Yep. It's not even about can we be friends, but what can we really learn from each, from each other? other? Because yep. in this generation, there is so much to learn that this person may know, or this person may have been through that you have never experienced, but just from networking, you know what I mean? You don't have to call yourself my friend. Yep. But if, you know, if we have a good relationship and we, you know, engage a couple times and I say, hey, I seen that guy, I know him, you know what I'm saying? I learned stuff from him. He's a good guy. I watched you know, you can kinda of say friends, whatever, you know, whatever your yeah. whatever your safe word is, but you know, it's all still about those positive relationships. And you just said it, the positive because man. I got friends, like I said, yeah. I'm ten year friends. I haven't learned anything from these people. I be asking I really asked like recently, I was like, I got changed my crowd because I got replaced them because like saying those friends that I had around, keep always. I used to always ask. I was like, being around, bro, is this added to me or is it just like they taking? Mm-hmm. I ain't saying like necessarily taking like resources, but yeah. like keeping you stagnant. Keep me stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I realized the majority of the time when I ask a question, I'm like, I already know the answer to this question. They not adding, so I'm like, I know what I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now I said, I'm like, said, I'm like, oh, boom. I had a close line say, man, hey, y'all, y'all buy a shirt, post it or something. Nah, but y'all, like, they always post other stuff. I was like, man, I had other friends, and then, like, boom, people I didn't even know. Like, oh, man, let me show you your shirt, boom. I was like, huh. Like, you still are my best friend. Yeah. Even though you ain't buying a shirt, you should still do the support me. Mm-hmm. Then turn around, you supporting your other friends on the other stuff. It's like, so, what's the problem? So, we ain't really friends like that? Yeah. I'm like, they say, oh, give me a small thing that'll show you. Exactly. And yeah. they, they be like, oh, no, you overreact. I'm like, no, I just see clear. Yeah. Because, like, if this is your business, you would want me to support you. Mm-hmm. And I would have did that. But it's mine. And you ain't supporting me. So how would it look? And they're like, man, you just always get on your head. Nah, bro. Yeah. I need you to take your sunglasses off and see some real stuff. Because, like, hey, when I'm not with y'all... I'm doing perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't wasting no time. I'm about my business, getting the shit done. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're here, kind of look. Yeah, things be a little different. Look a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, y'all ain't adding. Yeah. And like, like, really, I really want some people around me that 
if I'm pointing them, they pointing to me, we doing the same thing because if it's not equally, I ain't gonna say I gotta be equally yo, but you never adding to nothing. It's like I might, my thing gonna be empty. You take all this stuff, you don't left me dry. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like when you said the positive relationships, mm -hmm. they are needed. Yes, sir. They is needed for growth and in every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you gotta step away from what you used to. Yeah, what you used to. Yeah. And blood to find out, hey, you got some other family out there, chosen families, that I like to put it, mm -hmm. that you get to choose who you is your family. Mm -hmm. Blood don't mean nothing. They blood make you relatives. They don't That's mean That's how I found my old life. <laughs> what? Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Wait, so, matter of fact, I know your old lady. She graduated with me. Oh yeah. 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 Cause I was looking. I was like, I looked at her. I was like, I know who that is. My old lady, a diamond now. Yeah. She a diamond. I'm just gonna put that on the wood. She is the real deal. But she always been good people. Yeah. Like, kind hearted, like always caring person. Like, even though in high school, friend wise, mm -hmm. she always. I can tell she always just had that caring spirit about her. And man. But we come from similar walks of life. We yeah. we actually it's crazy because I've only had a few girlfriends. Let's say three, maybe four. I mean, we we do we say we the same boat. We're relationships, you know. Yeah. And so uh, me and her came up exactly the same, not even knowing it. Her father wasn't there. My father was around, but we not that close. Yeah. Her mother was there. She was elderly, and she took care of her mother in her, uh, her old age yeah. uh, before she passed. And then my mother is young, but I take care of her. You know, and so we both don't have children yet. Uh, we both found each other after a couple fair relationships, and then boom, magic. You know what I mean? All yeah. um, the girlfriends. I had a girlfriend, wouldn't do anything I needed, wouldn't really support me in the way I needed. You know what I mean? I mean, I ain't saying I couldn't have been better, but we just were not made for each other. Yeah. And then me and her get together, it's like just perfection. Anything I need done, she do it without me having to ask. Everything that I, you know what I'm saying, am looking for, she's already that. Yeah. And so, the relationships I was looking for in certain men folk, I'm just gonna say I found it in my old lady. Yeah. Okay, they always say sometimes, they will say most times anyway, uh, that your lady be the your rider, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not always your best male friend or yeah. the people who you came up with. It'll be that one person or that group of people who you find and then finally build that relationship with. And then we ain't even been together that long, maybe seven, eight months, give or take. And we already talking about making some power moves. Hey, I like hey, power moves. Hey, the same moves I could not do with the best friend to do, the same moves I couldn't do with all the other people who I've met, spent money with, stuff like that. Yeah, when you finally get into that positive relationship, it don't take long for you to recognize it because it's so refreshing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because look, that's why the girl I'm talking to, like, we taking this, she's taking the thing slow. Yeah. But I can already see kind of. Signs of that. I was like, man, like she still dealing with some trauma, and I'm like, I ain't rushing that. I'm mm -hmm. like, bro, we can take the time. Like I literally just got the phone call before we came in here, because mm -hmm. she got to came back from vacation and stuff, from uh visiting the family and stuff. She drank. I was like, man, she like, I might not be able to see you for a long time. Don't be mad. I said, like, I ain't mad. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Cause look, at the end of the day, you gotta put. I told her, put yourself first. You got to. I'm, I got to put myself first, too, because mm -hmm. in order for me to be able to do the best version of myself for you, 
I got to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with you. You got to be able to take care of yourself. Like, you know what you need. Like, you need your time. Take your time. Do your thing. But, man, I had to tell her, like, man, I was like, look, we playing chess, not checkers. Yeah. And she's like, huh? I was like, man, we playing chess, not checkers. Remember that. She's yeah. Like, she's like, She's like, oh, here you go. You got to tell me some stuff. I was like, yep, but you might want to listen to this. <laughs> I was like, look, the, most, the two most important pieces on chess is the king and the queen. Mm-hmm. The king is the most important piece, but the queen is the most powerful piece. Mm-hmm. Them two pieces right there, think about without the queen, the game gets 10 times harder. Yeah. But when she you got that queen on your side, yeah. That king can maneuver and get things done that yeah. put everybody in check me. Yeah, see, me and my way, we can't even. I like that you say that y'all take time apart every now and again for whatever reason. Right now, with me and my way, we refuse to separate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. look, trust me, I, I want to get to that part, yeah. but I was like, man, I know. I was like, ah. Oh. It's just so refreshing right now yeah. to have somebody that wants to be there, that got your best interest, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, that do stuff for you or, you know, around you or because of you without you having to beg or act or to feel like, you know, you're asking too much or, uh, you know, you're taking away from that person or, you know, you're trying to teach them yeah. certain stuff. So it's like we basically, I feel like she's my twin. <laughs> yeah, the twin flame. You got the yeah. twin flame coming. Well, see, we was actually, uh, she was her birthday is two weeks before mine. And we the same age. And we got the same upbringing, and we got the same, you know, mentality. You know, yeah, she's a giver. She's a, you know, a faith a person of faith, stuff like that. And so, I'm like, like she ain't my twin. I'm like, man, where you been in my whole yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right around the corner, in just the city, Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's that's the uh, that would give people hope. Because mm-hmm. like, even though everything else didn't work out, I always took that one person. Mm-hmm. Look, man, this girl, look. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about her like this because, look, ain't even, like, she ain't my girl. That's yeah. not about it, but. But that relationship is still there. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, well, I called and told her about the stuff that was happening on Thanksgiving with the family. It's like, that's none of their business. Mm-hmm. Don't even let that bother you. But just stuff like that. I was like, it's like, girl, you was here right now. It's like, we're going to the courthouse tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I said the same thing. My thing was with the holidays, because my family dynamic is so dysfunctionally separated, I do not engage in holidays whatsoever. I don't enjoy no holiday because other people, I have close adopted families who I was raised around, and they have, you know, married parents. They have, everybody was raised in the same house. That family house is still the The same place to go back to. You know, these people are five years my senior, but they still could go back to their family house. And so the dynamic was just there. I'm like, I was so jealous of that for a little while. Yeah. And so uh, when it came, when I was time me to go home, time for us to do our holiday thing, this person don't want to be around. This person got an attitude. This yeah. person, we still ain't hashed up since last year. So this specific holiday, this past Thanksgiving, I told my wife, we got to go, hey, the holidays roll around. Do not expect me to be holly jolly, Mr. Sound, or whatever, because I do not enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that I, it's a pastime that I, you know, grow up appreciating. So it's Thanksgiving morning. I'm, I slept in the bed till I felt like getting up. I finally got up. I got on Facebook. I'm just whatever. Yeah, I look at these people, they eating their plates. Okay, cool. We got groceries in there, but I'm not going to go cook nothing. That's not something that's going to really make me happy. Yep. She left, took off, went to the stove, and hey, came back. She called me up. She said, 
you get your ass up and you go in there and turn that stove on. When I get back, we making some Thanksgiving food. <laughs> I said, you know, I said, you know what? Yes, ma'am. I'm about to get my ass up. Like, this feels good. You know, this yeah. feels good. Somebody to want something better for you that's not really even giving them anything necessarily in return, but just because they want to see you in a better headspace. Yeah. That's a big, big eye-opener for me because all it takes is that little bit of selflessness from one person to another. It could be man-to-man. -man, it could be woman-to-woman, -woman, but specifically because we're in a relationship, that's what really makes me cling close to her because I know that she got my best interest. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The only thing wrong with me and this girl, I'm clinging. She, she a little person like. Yeah. So. It, it's got. It takes time. It takes time. Take time. Yeah. People not used to that most times, and I'm still not used to it. I be trying to push her off because I'm a pushy person. Yeah. I don't really like for you to get too close to me because I know like with other relationships, family, whatever have you, it don't work out. Yeah. And but for this one. I've decided, I've made a conscious uh, thought process to make sure I allow her to do the things that is also going to allow me to get out of that mindset. Yeah. And it's actively working. Just the other day, you know what I'm saying, she did something and I said, you know what, I'm going to allow you to do this. Yeah. And I'm going to engage in what you're, you know, what you're giving me the opportunity to be a part of. And it worked out just fine. I can't say that, uh, you know, I had any, any bad experience after that because we had okay holiday. We spent time together. And I like when going back to what you say, this is chestnut checkers mm -hmm. and how the king and queen matter so much. We did not do what neither of us normally do, which is pack up, go visit this person, visit that person, do this, run around, exhaust all this energy trying to please these other people. All these other people can really go. Yeah. It was just me and her. That's we good. sat on the couch and watched court TV. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing wrong with yeah, that. But we were both happy, you know, in that element because the king and the queen of the relationship were both satisfied. It didn't take what uncle and them doing at their house, what grandma and them might be doing over here. Yeah. You know, just chasing their version of happiness, which is what is traditionalized. Where, you know, on holidays, oh, you got to do all this, you got to do all that, you got to have dinner ready by a certain time. I'm a cook. I started off in culinary, so yeah. I got up. Turned the oven on, had the dinner ready in like two hours. It didn't take all day. We said we was gonna eat when we got time to eat, and we ate and we chilled. Chill out the rest and, of the day. And that was a good, you know, just an experience. You know, it was not what we wanted to do, not what we said we were gonna do, rather, what she wanted to do, or whatever have you. Uh, but it was a good to just be in that element and not worry about anything else. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, thing. That's a. Yeah, because a lot of people chase that. Yeah. Because I told my mom the other day, I was like, man, I don't even know why you even celebrate Thanksgiving. And I don't even know why you celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Because technically, I say, that's a pagan holiday. Yeah. If we don't think, I say, we're going to be technical about it. We're not supposed to be celebrating that day. Yeah. I was like, that's a day of the slaughter mm -hmm. of people. After all the other stuff, I was like, Christmas, but ain't Jesus' birthday. Mm -hmm. Everybody already knows it ain't his birthday, so it just really us spend more money out here, there, and third. I was like, we, if we want to really get together, we can get together any Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday, do whatever. But I was like, why we got to celebrate this? Why we got to celebrate that? I was like, man, I said, let's be different. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I said that, I said, now we still got to celebrate for the kids. I was like, no. You don't have to. We ain't got to. Yeah. This is something y'all conditionalize and knowing that, oh, this is what we have to do, but you don't really have to do it. Yeah. I was like, let's raise them differently. Like, it's okay to be different. Yours is going to be a little awkward at first, but mm -hmm. after that part, I'm like, man, it's 
Smooth sailing for them? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you what I did recently. Uh, it's actually a very different concept, and a lot of people don't know this, and I'm going to tell you, because uh, I, I only explain it to a handful of people. Mm -hmm. But because of my family dynamic and the way I came up, I did not like the holidays. Yeah. My family was never together on a holiday. This person was always here. This person was always unhappy. This person didn't want to come around. So there was never a time in the, in, in the last, you know, bulk of my adulthood life that I really focused on that it was what we wanted it to be. Yeah. And so I started to resent being around family. Like when I see people coming around, oh yeah, I really don't want to see you like that because I've gotten conditioned to not wanting you to be around. Yeah. I'm not looking for you to be around. I'm not, I know you're not expecting me to go out of my way to come around. And so it was uh, about two years ago that I really started kind of doing some soul searching. And going back to, you know, me not enjoying the holidays, I considered myself a Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> I considered myself a Grinch. I really, bar humbug, you know, don't come around me with that. I don't want to be bothered. But then, as things started to take a little bit of a turn, this is before relationships, this is before my business started, you know, thriving a little more, I just decided I would do something to change that dynamic. And about a year and a half ago, I ordered the Grinch costume. <laughs> I ordered the Grinch costume. And I decided I would do something for the kids. I would take a take a portion of myself and, you know, just try to give back and change what I thought that I was creating for myself. Because yeah. I had created in my own mind that this is how I want to be. Yeah. But in my heart, it wasn't. And so I'm actually going to do it this year as well. Um, just, you know, I'm gonna, I order my Grinch costume and I'm going to visit daycares, nursing homes, uh, schools. I did house calls last year. Took pictures with the kids and stuff like that. And so, because you can get Santa Claus anywhere. Yeah. And... Yeah, but you can't get the Grinch everywhere. But the Grinch was a person that needed love. Yeah. A lot of people always skip over that part. They thought he was, you know, scary cat or stuff like that. But around that same time, it was that person that needed to be around people, the same people he resented, the same people he wanted to stay away from. To grow. To grow. Yeah. And that helped me also in business. You know, I added that to my business portfolio, something that I do to evade my mental health struggle, which was to actively do that because that instead of me saying oh i hate the holidays i don't want to be around people i'm going to use this side of my personality to put a spin on it to force myself to want to be a little bit more positive yeah. and and the, the community has enjoyed it yeah they don't know why i do it but they they knew now <laughs> yeah yeah but no i ain't gonna lie that's that, that's that's because i didn't think about it at first I, I, when i first did it i was doing it to make some money. Yeah. It was it was quick. It was like I charge you twenty five, thirty dollars a pop up and then I realized like, hey, I really didn't like doing this before. Yeah. And now I'm doing it to be around people, but I'm do I'm doing it in a way where I can hide behind a mask. Yeah. Which is really what a lot of people do anyway. Yep. <laughs> which is, you know, use something to cover up, you know, how they really feel, but it's kinda helping and it's kinda fixing. It just depends on how you use it. And so I think I'm gonna try to keep it going. For, for at least a little while, you know, while it's, you know, I'm in the city and while it's working for me and stuff like that. But it's something just like my whole brand, like when we went from the beginning. I say it's something I do to distract myself. And so around the holiday time, I use that to distract myself from, you know, the struggles or anything that would make me unhappy. But I forcing myself to be unhappy, I put on this character and I blah like that, you know. So I, you'd be like, oh, I can't get me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then, I ain't gonna lie, that's. That's dope, though. But look, you gotta check out my. You gotta go check out my therapist. Look, yeah. I, 
I have, all right, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Therapy is not scary. It's not. At first, I thought it was like bullshit and scary and shit. Mm-hmm. No, I realized it took me a four, four, five therapists to find somebody that actually connected with. Cause look, man, that work I did now, like, I ain't gonna lie, I used to hate my family the same way. Mm-hmm. I tolerate them. <laughs> I tolerate. They went from hate to tolerate. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, and little stuff in long, like, help me get out of a lot of this trauma. Out. People understand everything we go through in childhood, a lot of stuff, not knowing it could be trauma, is trauma. Mm-hmm. And like, man, the the help that therapy did with me, I used to look in the mirror, couldn't even recognize who I was at first. Until mm-hmm. like last year, I looked in the mirror, I was like, damn, where you been at? Yeah. And I was like, damn, it's like, I, it's like, I renewed. It's like, the stuff that happened already happened. It's just now I got better tools now to deal with it and how to look at it now. And I, I can always pull something good that came out of it. And thank you to my therapist, man. Yeah. Hey, you would go and thank God too. Cause look, if it wasn't God and all this stuff, hey, I would have checked out a long time ago. Yeah, sir. Oh yeah. But man, Mr. Xavier, before we close up this episode, I would let my guests come and leave like best piece of advice to the people that are watching. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and value you the flow. Something you want them to take away from this episode so they can really home in on the message. I would really say, um, don't be afraid to do a little soul searching mm-hmm. because what other people think about you and even what you think about yourself sometimes, even in your adult age, can still be incorrect. You still have plenty of time to revamp what you already think you are. Um, don't be afraid to, to rekindle and you know, uh, uh, fix things that you think are going wrong. Uh, the main thing is there are so many resources going on right now that you could actually change your entire life within a small time frame. So. Anything that you're dealing with, anything that you think you want to do, you want to be able to still accomplish, you still have time. As long as you are actively doing the work to get yourself where you want to be. If it's somebody who you, if you, if you only have one person, it could be an elderly person, it could be somebody you meet you know, in a supermarket, something like that. Just don't be afraid to take that little bit of leap out on faith because that can change your whole perspective. It only takes one little bit of change to really start you on the right path where you think you might want to be. That's where I'm at right now. Hey, that's hey, I can't even. I ain't coming up to that. I'm just gonna snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> look, hey, man, look. If y'all didn't get that message right there, do a little digging. Mm-hmm. Look, it's gonna be worth it. You are gonna like what you find. If you don't like what you find, keep digging. Keep, mm-hmm. keep, eventually, you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. But man, thank you again, Mr. Xavier, for coming yes, up. Oh yeah. Forgot, man. Hey, you got a party coming up. Yes, yeah, sir. Got a few things we're working on. Go ahead let them know about the parties coming up, man. Well, we're going to do a little Christmas party on 1222 uh, over at the Life Center, Pensacola, Florida. We also going to do the Grinch Project. Uh, if you got kids, if you got a, a youth care facility, if you're working with the children, if you got any uh, group of people who you think might benefit from that little bit of interaction around the holiday season, you can reach out to me. Best way is the phone number, 850-465-6955. You can hit me up on a phone call or text message or hit me up on uh, Facebook, social media, Xavier Williams, and I'll respond back to your message as soon as I can. Yes, sir. Man, 
Like I always say before, we close out these episodes. Man, dream big dreams, because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream you know you're going to fail? Remember this. You do your best and let God take care of the rest. And kings and queens, I know it's heavy, that crown you got on your head, but keep your head up. And you never know, better days are ahead. But like I said, peace, love, happiness, y'all. And y'all, we out. Yes, sir. I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learn from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask, how long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past, but it's changing and it's something I can't grasp. Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone, so now I'm acting different. I'm to myself, I'm in my head, mapping out this life I'm living. Shadow work on myself, I done already seen hell, can't fit in, so I rebel, but I don't miss a beat. I don't miss a beat.